Gaming in the Basement with Rock Goth. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a repeat customer, welcome back. We'll get right to the interview after a word from our new sponsor. Do you miss those wacky and wild 90s commercials? Do you remember such classics as Miss Cleo, Yo Kiddo Taco Bell, Socket Boppers, On the Next Mori, and that cool rock music compilation? Well, there's an app for that. Ready or not, here comes Retrowave TV. This is an app that can add 90s commercials to your streams. If you stream retro games, add that next level of authenticity to your viewers. Retrowave TV is having a special promotion where it will play 90s infomercials when you're offline. Use code ROCKAGOTH for a 90% discount. Alright, so that sounds like a thing. Anyway, here's my interview with Smokahannis. I'm really happy to have you here. You're the first woman gamer that I've had the pleasure of interviewing, so that's pretty big. Oh, I didn't know I was the first girl. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're the first girl. Could you give me a brief general introduction about who you are? Okay, well, thank you for having me, obviously. Of course, of course. Thanks thank- for being here. <laughs> Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if I'm the first girl, that makes it even more special now. Oh, for sure. But I go by Smokahannis online, even though I spell it with an X at the end. So Smokahannis X. I'm 31 years old. I'm married. We have two cats. We've been together for 12-ish years, I want to say. We still debate on that to this day. You debate on it? Yeah, because we kind of, when we first started talking slash dating it was like between december and january and it was kind of like a hush hush thing because we worked together and i was his boss so (laughs) yeah we didn't really put it out there so we just go back and forth on like when was our first date or how did this count or you know we have different dates in our head so that's the only reason i say that but it's been at least 12 10 12 years okay and then just a little bit about me like i said we have two cats we got Jax, which is my big boy, and Toki, which is my little boy, and they're spoiled rotten. And I think <laughs> I'm just like a, I say kawaii, like a kawaii rocker hybrid, because I have like my super girly cutesy side, like my Hello Kitties and my Pusheens and pink and glittery stuff. But then I love like my goth black side, like I love, you know, my band t-shirts. I love heavy metal or, you know, hard rock stuff like that. And so... It's funny because I just feel like I present both, but like at different times. Like I'm very Wednesday Adams about things, but I'm also like Hello Kitty at the same time. I guess if that makes sense. It does and- make sense. It's like Wednesday <laughs> Kitty. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Wednesday Kitty. Hello yeah. Wednesday. And then just things I like, like music, movies, a TV, and true crime is a big one. I've been into true crime for a very long time. I just started getting into it. I don't really like stuff that happens in real life, but some things that happen on there, it's just unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. See, my husband thinks I'm weird for listening to that or like he's overheard some of the like graphic stuff I've listened to before, like documentaries I've watched. And he's like, what the hell are you listening to? (laughs) And I'm like, hey, I'm just learning here because it's just like a world of things to learn. And it, it is reality. So these are things that could happen to you or me or people we know. And I just feel like I would much rather be prepared and kind of understand and what to look out for kind of people to avoid. Yeah. Because they all have a lot of common characteristics. So yeah, I just look at it as like a preventative thing. But it also is just fascinating to me that some people can be so evil in this world and how that affects people going forward. It sucks, but I mean, like I said, it's it's reality. You'll learn that I'm very much like kind of blunt about things. Like it is what it is. And just because I think it's scary 
isn't going to stop me from accepting that that's something that could happen to me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think the chances are low, but there's still a chance. Yeah, I mean, you you really never know. You think like, oh, I live in a small town or something, but then you hear the small town stories and you're like, am I safe? (laughs) Like, I don't know. But I've just always, like I said, found it fascinating that people could just be so terrible and evil, like serial killers doing it multiple times and stuff like that. And it's just kind of cool to know the insight of why they are the way they are and what they've done and then how that's affected things going forward. So do you have like a favorite kind of like true crime story? Oh, well, yes and no. I have a couple that stand out to me that I've kind of been more invested in than others. But one, one guy that really stood out to me was this guy named Israel Keys. I don't know if you've heard of him. I don't know if you've dabbled at all in that world. Look him up. He he didn't do anything like, I mean, it was bad, obviously, but it, it kind of put back into perspective, like, this could happen anywhere, this could happen to me. So essentially, he committed a crime and a murder and this and that, but they come to find out that they don't know how many victims he actually had, because oh he buried kill buckets around the country. So Holy he essentially moly. prepared buckets to say, if I'm ever in Washington and I want to kill somebody, I know where to go to get the stuff I need. And so he just had, he told them that he had them planted just in various places. And so it just makes you wonder like, oh snap, like is there a kill bucket somewhere in my neighborhood or somewhere in my area? Or thankfully, obviously like he's sure he's dead. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Or he's at least locked up. Mm. But uh, yeah, that one stood out to me because of what he did everything that came along in that case and then to come to find out you don't know how many people he may have actually killed because there was no like common link between it It wasn't just women it wasn't just men of this age it wasn't just this or that it was just all over the place literally in in terms of like his victims and location oh wow yeah i mean i think things like that is it is more scary because anybody can be a target right exactly but point. if you, I think if you listen enough and you can put together like the kind of people you should avoid and okay, this, this person I know kind of has this behavior, like maybe I should back up away from them because they may be a safety risk at some point. I mean, you can't just assume, but I'd rather assume and cut off somebody <laughs> than find <laughs> out the hard way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, cause you find out the hard way. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Every world. It, yeah, it it is. So how long have you? you've been gaming so i struggled to put a date on this or like a year and age but i want to say when i was like seven or eight years old it started (laughs) my mom bought me a game boy pocket i don't know if you remember that one i know you do your retro gaming and stuff i had a game boy but not a game boy pocket see i had a pocket but not like a game boy or a game boy color so i had i guess right in the middle or something i'm not sure how they released but yeah she bought me that one and it had a super mario land on it and she got me like a little mermaid game i think i had like a bugs bunny game and maybe pac-man so i think i had four games in my arsenal and i just loved it i loved that thing i took it with me everywhere i made sure i had my batteries with me you know it just it just stuck and then eventually she met my stepdad and my stepdad introduced me to like the Sega Dreamcast and then a PlayStation and PlayStation 2 and then everything just kind of 
followed to where we're at today. That's funny. I feel like everybody's story kind of starts out the same. Like, their parent gave them, like, a system. And, like, we all have these memories of, like, growing up playing these systems. But I feel like it was their way of getting rid of us, <laughs> kind of. Like, yeah. oh, you go busy yourself and, like, let me leave me alone <laughs> kind of thing. It's you know? kind of like iPads, I guess, nowadays. Like, here, go go play. Yeah. Go do your thing. Yeah, go. This technology. Yeah, if only they knew what monsters they were going to create with that. <laughs> oh, it's an addiction. But I mean, it's it's so cool. Like gaming is the best. And the thing I love about it just from like being a kid was I was able to pass that on to my brother because my brother's 10 years younger than I am. And so now all he does is game, but he's more of like a PC gamer than I am. So I think it's cool that we we share that. Like he learned it from me. I kind of learned it from his dad. And it's just, like I said, just kind of flowed. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I was just going to ask you if you're a PC or console gamer, but it sounds like you're a console gamer. I am a console. But you play Apex on a PC, right? No, I play play everything on the PlayStation 4 or an Xbox. I stream from the PlayStation 4, but I will play on PlayStation or Xbox. Now that I've kind of been in the streaming world for a little bit, I definitely want a PC. I don't know if I'd build it myself. I don't think I'm that tech savvy, but I definitely want one in terms of the streaming aspect and being able to change games and be on Discord channels and talk to your friends. Because on PlayStation, as soon as I start my stream, that's the only game I can play. If I try to switch it, it cuts out and it'll end the stream. Yeah, there are ways around it, but they're so hacky. Like you you are better off getting like a streaming PC. Yeah, that or a capture card and... I don't necessarily have the setup to do all of that right now anyway, so I'm just gonna stick with my little PlayStation and be grateful for what I got. (laughs) So you have overlays though, like how are you doing the overlays with a console? I use Lightstream, so I did a lot of research, like I I need to be knowledgeable on things before I give them a go, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) So part of like the streaming thing I thought was cool was the overlays because it's like that kind of shows your personality it it shows what you like and what you want to present yourself as and so I learned that if you use light stream and if you go to your PlayStation settings your network settings you can change what like the primary DNS or something pardon me for butchering it I don't know it exactly it's okay there's something you can change in there that essentially streams the PlayStation to Lightstream and from Lightstream to Twitch so that the overlay is captured. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've had a couple of people ask me about it. And like I said, it took a while to kind of figure it all out and get it down. But now that I understand, I think that's what keeps me playing PlayStation because I can have my overlay. <laughs> like I don't have to just have the screen and like a camera. Yeah, I mean, I think I would have done the same thing if I would have known that was an option because it's comfortable to like just set up stuff from your PlayStation. It's easy, it's quick. And sometimes like some of the production tools that you have to use, they're they're kind of tricky and they don't always work. And then sometimes the capture card doesn't work with it. And then you got to figure out why. It's like a whole bunch of technical issues. And if you can press a button and just broadcast, I mean, why not? Exactly. Like the hardest part for me is like, Because I stream on my bed, essentially. The hardest part is, like, clearing it off and setting up my computer so that I can put the camera on the computer because 
you can't plug and play cameras on PlayStation unless it's the actual PlayStation camera. It's like, it's a whole thing, but I think it's worth it, like I said, because of the overlays and that gets to show a little bit of my personality, even though I have technically simplified mine <laughs> now. But yeah, I, I think I think it's worth it. It costs money too to use Lightstream, so if you are going to try it, I think they have a trial, but there's tons of discounts and codes and stuff you can find like on YouTube. And that's what I did. Oh, cool. Yeah, I wish I would have known about it before. Like, it's too late for me. Like, I already set up my PC and stuff. Well, if you ever yeah. want to stream from the PlayStation, that's definitely a possibility. That's great. I know a few people who do stream from their consoles, and I don't think they know about it either. So I think that's very valuable. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So how did you come up with your name? I kind of have an inkling, but would you like to talk about it? Who? what's your inkling? It might have something to do with a smoking. And it might have something to do with like a play on words with Pocahontas. Yeah. And I think your background is Latinx, right? Yeah, I, I'm a Mexican-American, born and, born and raised in Texas. So definitely heavy influence on the, uh, the Mexican side, even though I don't necessarily know where in Mexico my family comes from. But so for my name, you, you're pretty spot on. So it was actually an old friend of mine gave it to me. We used to work together at this burrito place like 10 years ago, pretty much the same time I met my husband. We all worked at this one place together. And so uh, since it was a food establishment, you had to wear a hat or you had to wear a bandana to cover your hair. So I chose bandana because it was cuter than wearing a hat. Mm -hmm. And I would wear my hair in braids a lot. So I had, you know, just the two braids like I do on my stream. And it kind of just became like this running joke at work because so many of our guests would just call me Pocahontas or, oh, are you, or like, are you Indian? Like, I had a vendor one time ask me, like, you got a little Indian in you? And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Like, like I'm just braiding my hair. <laughs> so, of course, it just became like this running joke with everybody. And so even though he didn't smoke, my friend, he knew I was 420 friendly. And he listened to this band called Attack Attack. And I guess you can guess a name, one of the names of their songs, which was Smokonis. But it was just spelled funny. It was spelled S-M-O-K-A-H-O-N-T-A-S. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he called me Smokonis one time just because of the Pocahontas thing and because of the smoking, like he said. And it's just stuck with me ever since. The only thing I did different was I, I put the E in smoke. So it didn't look like Smokahannis. Yeah. And then I added an X because I think there's maybe like an adult star with that name. So I oh. had to pop <laughs> yeah, I learned that from Twitter when I tried to make my Twitter account. I was like, no, no, we'll just take oh, the no. X off. <laughs> yeah. So it was one of those things. Okay. But yeah, it just came from my friend because of that song he liked and just the situation at hand. And it's been with me ever since. It's my Xbox gamer tag. It's my name on PlayStation. It's my name on stream, you know, it's, I feel like it's very appropriate. So I've just stuck with it this whole time. I love yeah. it. I think it fits you perfectly. And it's just, it's so creative. I like it too, just because it fits me. Like you say, like, I always thought it fit me well. And just the fact that random people can kind of say the same thing. I'm like, yes, I got a great name. <laughs> Good job. Good inkling right there. <laughs> yeah, right. What types of games do you play? I like some RPGs. And as you know, I love my Apex. So first person shooters. Are definitely me but yeah anything with like a really good storyline playthrough and you know you just want to keep going back for more i don't really play like 
the Stardew Valleys and the Animal Crossing. Like, I have Animal Crossing, but it's not my go-to type of everyday game. Like, I want something with action and fun. Maybe I could yell at the TV a little bit, you know, or laugh about. But yeah, I would say, like, action-adventure, RPGs, FPS, probably my main. What other games do you play besides Apex that are first-person shooters? I'll go back and forth with, like, Call of Duty and Fortnite sometimes, only because I have friends that play both of those and they don't necessarily like to play Apex, which seems to be the biggest struggle. Nobody wants to play Apex. But yeah, Call of Duty and Fortnite for sure. I haven't played a lot of these two new seasons. I've heard some weird things about it. I personally didn't like the new Call of Duty that came out. And uh, for I want to say fork knife because that's what they call it in our discord. <laughs> but um, <laughs> sometimes it's like too kitty for me. Like I, I don't necessarily want to dance around and have a funny costume. Like I just want to like, <laughs> like I, I just want to spray him down. <laughs> same with me. Like I, I, that's why I, I'm not into Fortnite, but I really like Apex. It's a nice balance between Overwatch and Fortnite. Like it's kind of like the next level up. But not, it's not like quite yeah. like Call of Duty. It's not like hyper realistic. It's just, it's still fantasyful enough that it's yeah. fun. Yeah, but, that's, um, that's exactly how I see it. It's like the perfect balance for me. Like it's not too silly, but like the quips and the costumes and the silly stuff is there. But it's not like Call of Duty toxic, you know? Like some yeah. people are just very, <laughs> they're just a certain way on that platform. And no, that, that's not really for me, especially since they added that proximity chat. <laughs> no, thank you. Like, I already struggle playing with randoms. I don't I don't want to get yelled at and then want to rage quit because somebody told me I was stupid. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that happens anyway. I'm not even sure if you're listening or not. But, and I still um... don't see what that accomplishes. Like, I think they just look silly at the end of the day, especially if they're talking shit about the way you're playing. But either they got knocked first or they weren't able to like survive the fight and res the team. I'm like, well, why are you talking mess? Like we're in, the- we're on the same team and we all just died. So <laughs> what, like what room do you have to talk mess about me? Yeah. That's what I don't get is like saying bad things to your partners who are supposed to be helping you. That doesn't encourage them to help you. Yeah. I, I just don't get, I don't know if it's dudes or if it's just like a certain type of player. Like I've never really had a female talk that way to me. It's always been like random. 100%. I don't know what that is. I think it's just a personality thing. You're just a shitty person and you want to talk crap to people that you don't know. And I guess feel better about yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's 100% what it is. Yeah. Um, It's dumb, but gotta just shrug it off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I usually just, I'll just mute. I really want to talk to nice people, but you never know who the nice ones are. And it's a shame. Yeah, see, I literally, I had to look up a way to mute myself on Apex, so apparently you can on PlayStation if you go to, like, your sound and device. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do, yeah. Yeah, and so I learned that, like, last week or this week, I think. No, last week, because I streamed more last week. And I was like, oh, that changes the whole game for me. Now I can play for three or four hours on my stream and not care because my randoms aren't going to hear me and be like, are you streaming? What are you playing? And what are you doing? And can I follow you? And it's like, like, I already have my teammates in my ear and my chat on my screen and I'm trying to play the game. I don't want to do any more extra conversations right now. (laughs) I could block it out. I mean, I think that was going to be my follow-up question because like there's a lot going on in FPS games and the mm-hmm. fact that you're streaming it at the same time you have your like your team 
like yep. in your ear trying to communicate with you. You got these other people you're trying to deal with. Like, just how do you do it? Like, how do you play FPS games and stream at the same time? And then you have other people streaming at the same time, too. So doesn't that get confusing? Yep. Oh, it does. Like, it's hard because on Apex or with my streaming setup, because I don't have like a capture card or like a chat link or anything like that. So when I stream, you can't hear my teammates. And so it's like I'm trying to acknowledge the chat and be presentable like visually on my stream because everybody wonders like, oh, do I have that serial killer face? Like, you know, am I do I just look crazy right now because I'm not paying attention? But it's like it's hard because you have to interact with them and then interact with your chat and then play the game and people don't realize that because they can't hear the other people talking to me and it just becomes like this cluster like I need to listen for ults right now I need to listen for people fighting and footsteps and it it gets very difficult so that's why I think I kind of zone out on the chat a little bit sometimes but I get the little pop-ups in the corner from PlayStation so I at least know like okay something's popping off in your chat make sure you go back and talk to everybody because you're doing this to interact with these people, not so much to have a good game, if that makes sense. Because it's either like play solo and not have to talk to anybody or prepare to talk to randos, your stream and your stream and try to be good while you're playing on your stream. Like, it, you know, but if, yeah. if other people could hear my teammates, I think that would be fun, too, because we've had some really dumb conversations before. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of like you'll get half the picture because you're only hearing my response and you can't hear the dumb things my my friends are saying. Yeah, sometimes like, I hear you cracking up and I'm just like, what are they saying? <laughs> yeah, like I have to remind myself like, oh, I know you guys can't hear my my teammates, but they just said something dumb or like the time we went off on a tangent about football and the Cowboys like, oh god, if everybody could have heard like the other half of that conversation, it would have been great, but yeah. hopefully we do get Discord on PlayStation. That would be amazing fingers are crossed i literally just crossed them in the air i was like come on discord <laughs> so i think my follow-up question is you said you play action adventure games too mm-hmm. so i caught you playing a little bit of south park what other action oh, adventure God. games do you play <laughs> oh man uh, i i kind of dabble like I, I have a problem where i'll start a game and then i won't necessarily finish unless i'm like super super invested so like right now, God of War Ragnarok, I bought it when it came out and I wanted to stream it only to find out like a lot of people probably weren't going to tune in because they didn't want spoilers. So I've been playing that one on and off again, South Park on and off, Red Dead, Grand Theft Auto. And like I said, I'm not 100% on categories when it comes to stuff like this. I just know what I like to play and I play it. <laughs> so things like that, like anything with like a shooter is always fun, like in Red Dead. That one's really cool. The Batman games have come back to mind recently. I don't know if you've played any of those, but those are a lot of fun. Anything like puzzly strategy kind of type, I'm always going to be a little bit interested. So yeah, you mentioned spoilers on new games, and I found that to be the problem too, because I want to go into somebody's stream and support them, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to play this game. Exactly. <laughs> so you have like a time frame where you feel like it's safe yeah 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 yeah. i don't know if i could put like an exact time frame on it i just think about it so like one of the girls in the discord said her boyfriend was gonna be playing it first and then she was gonna give her go at it which being a gamer couple essentially you know papa doc is a very big gamer just like me he just doesn't stream i understand the taking turns aspect if you're in a relationship so 
I mean, like, maybe a month or two, like, because most people, if they love that game enough to, like, just go super hard on it, they're going to play it as much as they can, as fast as they can. So I think within a month or two, like, majority of people have either had a chance to play it or start it or see something. And if they haven't, they can just be like, hey, haven't gotten to this part yet. I'm going to dip out. And I won't be mad about that because I would probably do the same thing if I didn't want to spoil a game for myself. So it's it's all good. Yeah, I just find with that, like, with God of War, everybody and their mom was streaming this game, right? So I feel, I feel like a month or two later, people are going to be sick of it. Like, have you run into that? Like, where people just don't, they don't, they don't want anything to do with the game, and you might have to wait a little bit longer? No, I haven't even really thought about that perspective of it. Very valid. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but no, I don't know. I don't think I've really considered that too much. So I wouldn't say that's something I've encountered just yet. Yeah. I guess that's going to South Park because I was like, this game is like six years old. If you haven't played it by now, that's on yeah. you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel waiting six years for something or being able to play it six years later. It kind of makes it new again. Oh, exactly. Totally does. Because I mean, I watched my husband play that game. And I thought it was funny at the time. So the more I played it, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Oh, God. Yeah, that happened. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this part. And so it does feel fresh because even though I know I've seen it, it's been so long and I didn't personally do it that it's like, all right, I got this new game and I'm going to experience it. And I'm going to have fun and share it with my stream. And it's South Park. Like, who's not going to find something about that funny? <laughs> It's a really fun game and having a fun streamer like you stream it. It made me want to play it. Like, I'd never even thought about playing South Park before. It feels like playing an episode. And I think that's what makes it really fun. And there's just the like the freedom of GTA. Like, you can go and do what you want. You can punch a hooker. You can do a mission. You can drive around for an hour if you want. Like, it, it's endless. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. And there's just so many little side quests. Like, how could you not want to give it a try? Because it's going to make you laugh. Like, if you're not easily offended, you're probably going to laugh at it. <laughs> Do you have, like, a selection of games that you like to play, like, while you smoke? No, not really. I mean, I think I kind of focus on one at a time. I don't think I rotate very much with games. So, obviously, my main baby is Apex. So, that's what you'll mainly catch me playing and smoking with. But, no, I mean, I could, I can smoke and play or watch or do anything, honestly. Like, it's, it's not the weed that makes it. You know, it's the game itself for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes the weed will give you different perspectives. And you might see things that you wouldn't normally see. True. That's true. I was playing technical games like Tekken. Like, I tend to overthink things, and yeah. when I do weed, it's like, it's more instinctual, and I just kind of go with the flow, and I found that makes my gameplay better. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, if I'm too high, I will not play Apex, because I will piss myself off that I'm doing so badly, because I know going into it, like, okay, let's see what happens. We, like, sometimes I do want to get in the zone. And then it's like, okay, how much do I want to smoke? Or like, am I just chilling? Okay, let's play South Park. Or let's just play Apex and like hit the pipe a couple times. But sometimes I do want to get like super focused on a game, which would be like, you know, your Red Deads, sometimes South Park <clears throat> or like a GTA type. And it's just like, whatever happens, happens. But I'm going to be playing this for like two hours. So don't bother me. <laughs> so you said you play Apex with your husband? Yes. We actually played Halo together. I was 
honestly, I was a Call of Duty person, like with zombies and Modern Warfare 2, all way back in the day when Call of Duty was its own thing before it just started repeating itself, I feel like. Sorry to you, COD fans. Yeah, we, we do play together. We He brought me to the Halo scene, and we played a lot of Halo and, like, the prime of our relationship. And now it's just shifted to Apex because that's what we like more right now. All right, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit here. Do you happen to have a favorite game? So I'll just tell you now, <laughs> if you ever ask me, like, a favorite anything, I'm going to struggle. Like, I don't have one favorite movie music, artists, anything. I don't have one favorite of all time for anything. But I kind of gauge myself on what I go back to a lot. And I would say if I had to pick like one franchise, it would be Grand Theft Auto. Funny little side note on that. When I was younger, my mom was very much like, you don't need to listen to this. You don't need to watch that. Like she hated The Simpsons. She would have hated if I watched South Park. And so when San Andreas came out, I wanted the game like I wanted it so bad and she was like no you can't have it so her solution was to buy me the soundtrack which did not what what? (laughs) she she didn't want me to have the game but she knew I wanted San Andreas so she said you know what I know you like music I'll buy you the soundtrack for it so it was like a little two disc thing it was nice but I was like this isn't the game you know like it's not the game And so still kept the urge. And then I just I got into San Andreas. And I think I even had like the first three that were on PlayStation, like the overview kind. But when I when I had those, I didn't know that there was like a shift where, you know, GTA becomes like this 3D like person you can walk around and stuff. But it all kind of started from that era. And just every Grand Theft Auto since then has gotten my attention. And I'm really looking forward to this next one because I feel like they don't do wrong. Like, as raunchy as it is, that game is just always great in some form. All right. I think I have two follow-up questions. Okay. I think my first one is going to be, have you played all of the GTA games? And have you heard anything about the next one coming out? Have they said anything? Because I I haven't heard anything. I've been wishing. (laughs) I've been wishing for another GTA. Right? Who is it? Like, the most I've heard about it is that there were leaks coming out. I I don't know the leaks or anything, but that kind of alerted me, like, oh, shoot, like, they're working on another one? Okay, well, now I might have something to look forward to. Because the the game is just so massive, and you can get so much in the experience with it. Like, again, you can smoke and say, I just want to drive, or I just feel like doing missions. And no, I haven't played every single one of them. But San Andreas was definitely my favorite one. And then I guess five would probably be my next one because I could get it as an adult and play it how I wanted to and not have to worry about my mom telling me no. <laughs> Do you play the GTA online? Because I hear that's huge too. I haven't played online. I've only played it just from a campaign standpoint. And I've had people ask me to. I just... I never really understood the concept of playing it online. Like, what do you do? Because online gaming for me was always Halo or, you know, now Apex or Call of Duty. It was like open world kind of stuff. And so I, I just never gave it a shot, honestly. But it sounds like it would be a lot of fun. I probably should give that a try, too. This is the end of part one. Please show Smokahannis some love and give her a follow, drop by, and watch her kick some butt in Apex. That link is in the description. I hope you drop by next week to hear the conclusion of this interview. My music today was brought to you by DJ Kern. Please go show her some love on SoundCloud. Link in the description. 
Thank you all so very much for coming back and joining me week after week. It's been a pleasure getting to know these streamers, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen, for sharing, and supporting. I'm kind of in shock that this is all happening, but I'm just going to run with it. Until next time, keep gaming. Never been to an Arby's. I've just seen their commercials, and it looks really good. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad, actually. I'm not a big fan of their roast beef, but I do... I'm a sucker for curly fries, and that's probably the closest thing I can get since we don't have a jack-in-the-box over here. Yeah, I mean, the first time I've seen jack-in-the-box was when I moved to Seattle. I've, I've still never had it, but I don't know. Is it any good? Really? Yeah, no. Wow. I mean, it's it's fast food.